0: Listening to
1: Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Our partner, Renaissance Bank, is a true Southern bank that started in Tupelo, Mississippi, 115 years ago. With over 190 locations scattered throughout the Southeast, there's a good chance there's a Renaissance location near you. If you're looking for a bank that understands you and your financial needs, check Renaissance out at renaissancebank.com or on social media. Today, we are talking with the founder of Waiting on Martha. Waiting on Martha is a destination for homewares, gifts, linens, and really anything to help you live inspired every day. Today, you'll hear how she went from law school to blogger to brick and mortar in Atlanta. So please join us now as we say it Southern with Mandy Kellogg-Rye.
0: So excited to have Mandy Kellogg-Rye on with us this morning from Wedding on Martha Home in Atlanta. And Sarah, we should go ahead and tell her, like, maybe you've been on our bucket list for a while.
2: That is so sweet. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here. I know we've been talking about trying to find a time and obviously uh, we met when we were doing a really fun project a couple weeks ago, yes. uh, but we didn't get to like talk nitty gritty and you know, like we would be if we were having wine together. So get it I mean, in. I to We got to get it in. That's right. Yes. In. What the people want to
1: yes. hear. So let's hear a little bit about your background and how you got started in business.
2: Sure. So, I mean, you know, I went to college. Obviously, went to college, and I went. I'm I'm 40. I'm going to be 41 in May. I went at a time where, you know, it wasn't like how what do you love and how can you make money from that. It was very much like what are you going to do with your life? Engineering, lawyer, you know, whatever. And I was like, I got a basic political science and speech communication degree. I went to law school. Hated law school. Dropped out after two years. Hated it with a passion, (laughs) Um, and then I naturally fell into sales. And it's no surprise if you know me. um, Talking's pretty easy. Communicating with individuals pretty easy for me. Um, And so I naturally fell into sales and spent and spent the my entire twenties in Chicago, um, and was in recruiting for a while, and then went into healthcare consulting. And I loved that, that I was in there for like four years, but that's where, and when social media kind of started. So I would help health systems across the nation with their social media strategy, with their marketing strategy, with education that was digital, with app creation, with email and all of that. And I did that for like four or five years. And we're talking about when that happened, when like Facebook was a thing, but Instagram had just launched, Pinterest had just launched, Etsy had just launched. And what you were seeing, I mean, blogs were kind of there, but they were still in the infancy, you know, when people weren't necessarily making a living from it. But for me, it was like, holy shit, am I not supposed to swear on this? Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Okay. I'm a swear. Um, <laughs> I do not apologize for that. Uh, like, holy shit, like, look at these people are creating these brands and they're being entrepreneurs. And I don't think I really understood what an entrepreneur was at that time, right? Like, you know, if you had a family business, it was like a family business and it kind of got passed down. There wasn't this like Mark Zuckerberg esque character. They were just coming on the scene. And so, this creative kind of switch was flipped in me and I was like, well, I can do that. Like if that person's doing that, I teach this and I can do it. So, and I love X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to do it. And and that was really the beginning. Well, there, it was fueled by a couple of glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. So that was really how mom started watching a movie at night in my bedroom, fueled by a bunch of wine and said, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to start this company tomorrow. And I'm going to start, yeah, exactly start a blog, which is kind of how I still run things. Tomorrow yeah. i Um, I'm going to start a blog, and I started an Etsy shop eating bracelets. Uh-huh. And uh, no joke, no joke. i got to find pictures. i got to send you pictures. That like, is the that best. Went up to here. And it was best. like J.Crew bubble necklaces and, like, stacks of, like, beaded bracelets, right? <laughs> and you're, like, clinging and clanking. Um. And I did it like, and I, and you know, and I, I was also in my thirties, I was 31 when I started and I had a way of living that I was not going to let go of. So I did them both. So at night I'm like drinking wine, beating bracelets, hot glue all over my fingers. Yeah. (laughs) And that's how it started. Honestly.
0: Did you have a creative itch in the middle of all the data world and the healthcare world and the, you know, the. Uh, that's very type A, that whole, yes. that whole yeah. world. Did you have a creative itch that needed scratched or
2: yeah, how did that kind of, yes, for sure. And it, it wasn't one that I necessarily like thought about. I would not say I felt like I was missing something until my thirties. And I don't know if it's just cause life shifted right in my twenties. I was going all the time. I was having fun. I didn't get married till 30. Like that's when I really started you know, you're in your career. There's just not as many outlets. I don't, so I don't know, but yeah, for sure. Luckily in my job, I got to be semi-creative, right? You're working on really, while I was working these parameters and healthcare has a lot of parameters. We deal with a lot of private information that cannot be shared, but like I still got to create fun campaigns and we got to think of creative apps and things like that. And so I think that and then the world of seeing all these makers and bloggers starting to share all of these things was like this like combination and really truly this like switch that flipped and I grew up like my parents built all the houses I grew up in like my mother taught me from a young age like love clothing and we love those things so like I always like they let me like always from day one like put together my bedroom and bathroom and whatever Mm -hmm. so I was always picking and choosing textiles and designs Mm -hmm. So it was always there, but I never thought about like making it a living, if that makes sense. And and that's the interesting life we're in now, right? These kids see like all these different opportunities, it's almost overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really thankful that I didn't start this in my 20s, genuinely and honestly. I think I would have questioned a lot of who I am. I think in your 20s I would have been a big time comparison person, and not mm-hmm. that I don't fall down that track still. But I just, you know, by starting it when I did, I felt very confident in who I was and love me or hate me. I'm still me. And that's who I'm going to be. And no apologies for it. And I think that has really helped me be authentic. And I just, I couldn't have been that person in my early 20s. Couldn't have. Mm-mm. So it's an interesting thing when you watch these kids start these giant businesses now. Yeah. Yep, because yep. I'm like, who the hell are you? Yeah. Like, what are you going to, like, you're going to change so much. Like, 27 was my big year of change. Me uh, too. And I say everyone's is. I genuinely believe 27 that's is. That's the number. That's, that's I, true. I completely, I'd I say it too. Yeah. That was my I number. I think like if you went to college, you know, graduated at like 22, you had these fun years of like trying out jobs, testing out friends, dating or not dating, figuring out who you were. Because in college, you lived with all these people. You weren't living in reality, at least not my college. Like, you know, and then you get your first apartment, you're fully on your own, you have a paycheck, you have to like figure things out. So I think the first couple of years of my twenties were amazing, but I had no idea what I was doing. But 27 was my, my shift.
0: Yeah. many people it is genuinely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how did you transition from your blog? Cause it was a gifting blog, right? What like, or was it lifestyle?
2: What was the, it was lifestyle. So I was sharing all of these different I, I, refu- I didn't niche down at that time because I loved so many things. And this is still a problem in my life. I love so many things. Yeah. It's honestly hard sometimes mm-hmm. to like narrow narrow your focus. So I shared, you know, recipes and interiors and parties. And like, um, then we got into the health and wellness craze. I mean, there was a time when we were talking about crystals. Like, no joke. <laughs> 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 we ran in the gamut, right? Um, mm. And... Um, and yeah. So, and it took off really quickly, you know, um, which was very interesting and very unexpected. And that's when, when bloggers started becoming influencers. And for all of you that are listening, I'm doing air quotes because I, yes, we have influence, I guess, but I still hate the name. I I hate it. Yeah. Um, but that's when then you started getting paid for things. It was just a really wild time. And it's still a wild time, like wild, wild west. In a lot of ways, you know, there weren't rules, um, but so I basically had to make a choice at one point because, and it's so funny because you say 27, like, again, I started this in my thirties when I did this, when I was like, I'm going to work my day job because I am not giving up that way of life I have. And I knew I was like, I could give this three years. I could do this. I could work at hundred miles an hour for three years. That was kind of my number. And literally at that three year mark, I was ragged I like was like I'm not doing anything well at that point right you kind of get to this point where you're not doing anything well and I'm sure everybody feels that as a parent as a person like when you're over committed for a long period of time right we're all over committed for short periods of time mm-hmm. but like you're not doing anything well and so I had to make a decision and I had to take the leap and it was very I mean my mom was like in tears because I was the first person in my entire line, my entire family on both sides to go to college. I was making well over six figures. And you're going to leave to do what? Like, <laughs> what the hell? She still says, blogger. Like, she can't even say blogger <laughs> my mom dearly. Like, I'm so close to my parents and they have been supportive from day one. I need to make sure I say, like, supportive, always believe. But but like, you're this, you know, you're telling, you're like, okay, mom, I've made this amazing living And you're going to leave it to start over. Like, there's no guaranteed income. You're going to withdraw your 401K that you worked so hard to make and do this. Like, what the hell are you thinking? You know, it's very scary.
1: (laughs) The Etsy shop
0: was doing so well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's a mom. Uh You know, I mean, is that not a mom? Yes. To just go, okay, right, 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 right. But the (laughs) eight to five with the 401K and the benefits and the, you know, let's, let's go back. Let's
2: circle back. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, they had, they were really chill when I quit law school. I mean, they were real mm-hmm. chill this though. It's just, you know, when I had to make that decision, I was what, probably 34, 35. It's just hard. And it was hard for me, you know, and I was, I was dragging my feet for a long time because I wasn't sure. And it was very scary, but I I couldn't, I had to make a decision and I was, I was not serving myself because I was, I was just doing both, you know, terribly because I just had no bandwidth left.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you get to that point where it's all you think about at night and you're, yeah. and you, you're like, it, you know, something's got to give either way. Yes. Either yeah. way. I got to either get on this that I feel like I'm being called to and pulled to and do it or I got to box it up and put it on the shelf and go, that was a good run and I'm going to focus on this other thing. But you, were, you felt so strongly about the other, you just couldn't walk away.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've always trusted my gut. My gut has never led me astray, honestly. Um, and I've not listened to it sometimes, and then I'm in a whole heap of mess. Um, but, yeah, I just I just couldn't – you know, I knew I'd regret it. And I, I try to – I don't regret anything in my life. There are poor decisions I have made, but they have made me who I am. Yeah. And I knew I could always come back to corporate America, you know. Like, I knew I could do it, no problem. But I just – there was – you know, once you flip that switch, there's just no going back. Like once you've created your own brand and you're an entrepreneur, like I just it, it's hard. Like I just can't even imagine working for someone else now. Like I cannot imagine it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, there was just there was always going it was always going to happen. So at, I just had to rip the band off and do it.
1: At this point were you thinking about the store or was it just more about blogging and kind of continuing your Etsy shop? What was happening?
2: Sure. So the minute we moved to Atlanta, I started the store on e commerce. So the store actually was pretty much with WAM, probably a year in, like right after that. And so this, My husband and I were shipping and doing everything at night still, and that's the thing. It was crazy because the blog was picking up speed. I was doing a ton of styling for magazines. I actually did a ton of wedding styling in the beginning, so creating these huge productions and things like that that I'd always take mom to, so she could see, like, look, this is what you're <laughs> really like, doing it, doing, like, look what we're <laughs> doing, right? It's um, for a magazine, like, you know. <laughs> um, and the store was at this point. Yes. At this point, um, only e-commerce. So the Etsy shop, I kind of had to leave behind, you know, the beating bracelets was a great one, <laughs> <ride. laughs> but it's like, I can't have like this, that, and the other thing. So, so yeah, I always wanted to own a store. I always wanted to be a shop girl. Um, you know, always. So we, when e-commerce like started, it was just this amazing opportunity in a lot of ways, you know, yeah, you have inventory, um, and you have to create your website, but you know, you're not signing on for a five year lease brick and mortar where you have to be at every day. So again, e-commerce was in the very beginning. And, we, and maybe it wasn't the beginning. It was probably always there. But like for a small guys, it was definitely in the beginning. I mean, I didn't even do that much shopping online. then. I'm trying to think back, you know, 10 years ago. Were we shopping online? No, I don't I really. think so. Oh, Maybe really, just right? just Mm-mm. barely. I,
0: you That's call kindling. and have something shipped because I yeah. I remember that part yeah. of life because I was new baby home. Mm-hmm. Like I remember your blog. I remember yeah. finding you and all that, and and I was a big. But yeah. my thing was like, then it doesn't fit. How do you how do you get it back? You know, yes, like yes. Yes. how does that work? If I need to ship this back to Washington <laughs> State, yeah. what do I need to do? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and by the way, that's still a really fun conversation to have as a shop owner. Yeah, be still the bane of my existence. Oh, but sure. yeah, it it was just beginning. So I really did. I feel like get in on that too. You know, have life's about timing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah. So we, we, we really, it was kind of nice though, because we had so many just couple specialty items or things I really loved. You know, now I have, gosh, I can't even tell you how many SKUs, but like in the beginning it was like whatever could fit in my garage. So we learned a lot of those, those hard lessons of shipping and cost and understanding how things break and stuff in the very beginning um, before, People were writing bad reviews, I guess, on Google <laughs> yeah, Don't like, yelp
1: me, girl. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Seriously.
1: So waiting on Martha. You keep saying Wom. So people who may not yeah. know, it's called Waiting on Martha.
2: Um,
1: what is who's Martha? What tell us about the name?
2: Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I was fueled by wine in a 24-hour decision when I started this. And I <laughs> loved Martha Stewart, and I was watching a movie called Waiting for Guff and I was like, oh my gosh, this is genius. This is what I'm gonna call vlog, waiting on Martha, right? I, again, just thought this was going to be this little outlet, and then it, it, it all happened really quickly. Like, I started working with Pottery Barn pretty quickly and some other big names, and Martha Stewart actually, I think within the first year, year and a half, they she invited, like, Fifty female entrepreneurs out to her New York offices and this is when she had the huge New York, she had the show still on, she had the web, all the magazines and so I was invited and I got to go out there um, I got to go out there and spend the weekend there and it was fascinating so yeah the name, I mean would I change it? Probably not. Like, I don't even know what I'd call my, myself now. It's definitely a conversation starter. I also was like, I'm, I'm doing this in secret. I can't use my name. Right. Like yeah. I cannot, can, I can, no one can know it's me. Like, uh, sort of a thing. And then, um, I was on a plane. This was also like one of those kismet moments, right? Gosh, I was on a plane and I was trying to make that decision of like quitting, you know, what was I going to do? And I happened to sit next to a woman who was in PR and had a big media company in New York. And um, we started drinking wine. A lot of my stories are feeling like <laughs> that. And so she's like, what are you doing? We started talking about it. And she's like, well, WOM is word of mouth. And she's like, and I think that's amazing. Mm. And then she moved to Atlanta, and I ended up working with her through the blog, and she's come to one of my classes. It was just this weird, crazy kismet like thing. She like messaged me she does huge things in New York. She's like, Mandy, I'm moving to Atlanta. And it was just crazy. Like I still talk to her and I met her like eight years ago on an airplane. We were not going to Atlanta, by the way, it was not an airplane to Atlanta. Wow. So, and she, and I remember when she said that, like that conversation, she's like, yeah, yeah. Word of mouth. And I was like, that still sticks with me. She's like, I love it. So, you know. It well, is, it is you've
0: done such a good job of making it a brand. I mean, it's not only like, it was not just the name of your blog. Way of, I mean, Waiting on Martha is how to live. It's how to style. It's how to dress. It's, I mean, it's the, almost like the pulse of your life, you know? And so you've been able to do a lot under that umbrella, I feel like.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. It's It's normally wonderful. We still get people, though, that annoy me and they come in the store and they're like, I can't believe you'd name your story after a criminal. I hate Martha Stewart. I can't believe uh, you do that. And I go, I'm sorry, it's named after Martha of the Bible. Yeah. my yes. <laughs> Martha. But, you know, people love to spout their opinions. And some, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, it, it was just, uh, you know, she was like the ideal. And I still love Martha. I mean, she's, fierce right now. so Yes, yeah, she is. Those pictures. She is serving her, it up,
1: honey. Mm-hmm. Do we not talk about it? Yes. Her skincare? I'm like, maybe we all need to be hanging out with Snoop and doing you know whatever they're mind. doing. Making that CBD They're looking line. good.
2: Making yes. those gummies. The, the pandemic has treated her well. <laughs> yes, yeah. it
1: has. Yeah. It certainly mm-hmm. has. Well, so now you keep mentioning your master class. So how did this come to be?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's funny. I, I really... I feel like we all have purposes, right? And and I was getting so many questions from so many retailers and Small business retailers are so behind the eight ball when it comes to embracing digital technology, when it came to, and, and this is just a generalization, not everybody is, but I'm talking about the small mom and pop shops and the small guys in the neighborhood were so slow to it. So I was just constantly getting asked about it. And so I started speaking at the Southern Sea, which um, is an event I speak at almost every year or I have the last six years. And then I was like, you know, this is what I did in corporate America. And if I can help people, I really do not want the world to turn into one Amazon. And I want places that provide experiences. And I want the mom and pop shops to you know, survive. I want people to feel like there's a spot for them. And so many of these people were failing because they were not embracing the digital. They didn't know what to do with Amazon. They didn't know how to handle the competition. So I was like, let's teach a class and let's continue. And it's a true passion of mine. We're having a conversation with the team today about like how we're going to grow this. It's, it's, you know, and, and provide that education because I truly, 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 no bullshit, believe there's enough business for everyone. I love seeing small businesses thrive, whether you're technically, again, air quotes, a competitor of mine or not. I really, I don't have time for that like, competitive yes. Mm-hmm. Um just I'm that's not, not who I am. It's not who I've never been ever been because I got too much to do. Mm-hmm. I don't, not paying attention to what you're doing. So anyway that I get so it was born from that. And so we're gonna expand on that, provide additional classes, um hopefully do a conference that's just for retailers and wholesalers. I think a lot of These educational spaces are not focused on retail and wholesale. And that's a whole nother beast. Like, that's unless you're in retail, there's just so many things that aren't going to matter to you or be important. And the state of retail is changing so much right now, right? I mean, I think, you know, the next 10 five years now, you're going to see a massive shift. And I think the pandemic sped that shift that was already coming up. So it is my passion and I really feel my purpose. To help as many small business retailers as I can.
0: We talk about this a lot because the beauty of the South is so much in the towns that Mm -hmm. they're in, and we feel like that so many people have turned inward to their Mm -hmm. town in in the pandemic and increasing their loyalty to their to their people. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's been lovely. Like not only in the and it's interesting because. I have this unique perspective of had been online as a small business owner for so long, um, and then being in Vining's, which is a very yes, it's Atlanta, but it is so small town. Like I know, I know so many went to dinner Friday night in Vining's. I like literally felt like the mayor at every table just because it was all all my shoppers were there. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's been this beautiful thing. I think that support has extended to online as well. I think, you know, and this is why I say online's dead because everyone, there's no offline anymore. Right. But I think, you know, yes, I think there's this beautiful return of wanting to support small business owners, um, female business owners, you know, black business owners, just all of these different voices that didn't get the play and the press that they deserve are getting their their time to shine. Now, My biggest hurdle with discussing this with small business owners is, okay, it's your time to shine. Are you ready to do it? And it takes a lot of work. You know, shipping is hard. Websites are hard. Social media is hard. You know what, though? Like we have to change and we have to shift and we have to adjust or else you're just going to be, you know, ate up by the competition. It's a hard reality, but it's still a reality. Well,
0: it's like, I would rather shop from somebody that I knew and I followed and I felt this connection to. And the only way that you're going to feel that, whether it's in your town or, or on social media, is to get to know. You know, I feel like, oh, Mandy. Mandy loves these Vietry, you know, goblets.
2: So I need to I like her style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's like what I always, the number one message I try to hammer home to any of my small business retailers is like they have to be the face of the brand. They have to get in front of the camera and get. what like that it's okay you know there's a backlash against perfectionism I've never claimed I'm perfect nor does anyone I think feel like I try to uphold myself to that standard you know I think some days you see me all dressed up with my pink lipstick on and some days you see me in sweats though I always have my pink lipstick on always always we're gonna get to that in a (laughs) minute but I mean I think you know these especially women that are actually of the age group of 45 to 55 have this insane opportunity right now because that's the core driver if you want to get into numbers that's buying online and the pandemic actually increased that number up um as far as age goes because now they feel fully comfortable because they had to get comfortable right Mm -hmm. during the pandemic so you know people want people they relate to so, if you are listening and you're a retailer that's anywhere from 45 to 55, get your face in front of that camera because there's not enough of us on there. And I, you know, not of that age group, and people want people they relate to. So, I think there's a huge opportunity, um, but you just got to jump in and do it and not worry about if you look perfect that day or if you're saying the right thing or if you're stumbling or whatever. Just do it. Yeah. Let's talk about the store for a minute. You
0: touched on Vining's, and Sarah and I got the wonderful opportunity of coming and perusing, and you being a part of our first webisode episode. Webisode episode, <laughs> episode for Renaissance Bank, and we're so thankful that you were like. And what was so funny is when we emailed, we were like, "Okay, so Mandy, that this is a, maybe it's a strong possibility." And then you were like, "Girl, yes, calm down. I'm going to be here. Let's go." And it was so easy to do. And it was so natural to be with you and in your space. Well,
1: I was going to say, it was fun to see
0: your store, like
1: to be there in person because we follow you online, you know, on Instagram. And so to see it, you know, in real life was really fun because your store is beautiful. Perfectly curated.
0: It has all the things that Mm -hmm. you would ever need for gift or personal or whatever. And now you've
2: just opened this expansion of your bed and bath section yeah. It's, um, you know, I said, I like all the things and I mean that. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I love my passion is buying and it's not just buying because I'm a shopper. Cause I'm a shopper. Mm-hmm. It's buying something. I love buying things. I think people are going to love. Like I genuinely, every time I touch and buy and I do all the buying, I touch and see everything. I'm like, this type of person's going to love this. I can't wait to see it in this. I love it. I love providing a unique, Perspective, whether it's how we mix things up, I just like making people happy in that sense. Um, you know, I'd love providing that. And I think there's a lot of noise. And I think that is the one thing we as a, a brand and a team, and I say a team because I am, I am nowhere without my team, my family, my husband, and my team at 12. I am definitely not a one man band anymore. I was for a long time but not anymore, mm-hmm. but we provide uh, a different way of seeing things or a unique perspective on things. And so that's what we try to do. And, and I love it. I mean, it's, it's my favorite thing. Being in the store is my happy place as long as I'm not dealing with customer service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> yes. Delegate. Why? Yeah. Delegate, delegate that out. I don't, I don't got patience. Like I'm. I'm not a patience person. I just, I have to walk away. What is it
1: just that you don't want to hear it? Or is it just like, I don't want to fix this. Like, what is it about the customer service? I think
2: people are nasty. I think, no, I'm sorry. I think, no, no, let me restate that. Don't even say that. The majority of people are good. The ones that are mean are so mean. You forget about all the amazing. And we have some of the best customers in the world. I'm not even kidding you when I say that. Some of the best that have become good friends of mine. Um, but like you get more with sugar than spice and that even says that on our customer service website. So when people don't read a policy or they roll in, like someone took something home and they ended up breaking it and somehow that was our problem. Like, and then they roll in like and threaten us and threaten to leave a bad review on a small business and then say they're trying to support. I just can't handle the entitlement and the nastiness that you're, I don't know if we're seeing more of it or it's just we can now see it because everyone has cameras everywhere. So yeah. I still walk away because I don't, I'll be, I'll get feisty. So <laughs> it's best. really not. It. Yeah. It's best if I just let my team who like can handle it and put a smile on their face, do it. But if you talk nasty to my team, I will step in because I don't, I don't allow that. Like it's not happening. So I just, customer service is not my strong suit. It's good. You You know it. You got to know your
0: strengths and weaknesses. (laughs)
2: No No, no, one to walk away. (laughs) Walk away. Yeah.
0: So the, um, the bedding store, the, is that an extension of you? Like you, we saw it obviously, but tell the people, tell the people what this is.
2: So we were bursting at the seams. And so I was like, I really wanted to get into bedding and bath. We just want to provide the entire home experience because home is my happy place. Truly home is my happy place. and, and, what I find interesting about that in the world of it, And sorry, you know, I tangent everywhere, but what I find interesting about that in the world of Instagram is if you follow me, I don't have a giant home. I don't have a fancy home. And I, you know, but I, I just try to make sure like home is my happy. And I think so many people are like, Oh, I, I can't share or I can't do this because I don't have this perfectly beautiful kitchen or whatever. And to that, I say, you know, be authentic do what makes you happy. But anyway, so that, uh, I needed to expand into everything ba- basically to create that happy place. And my bed is my happiest place. Mm-hmm. So Anthony and I have, Anthony's my husband, have separate televisions, um, and separate DVRs. <laughs> and I work a lot in bed and he's like the type of person who can't even watch a movie in bed. Cause he's like, <laughs> like snoring in two seconds. Mm -hmm. So, um, so like it just was natural for us to move into that direction. Um, I don't like to have things I'm not passionate about, so it's, it's definitely a passion of mine. And so, yeah, we'd like to be under all one roof. My goal is to be under, to get in the next two years, a larger space that would have a champagne and wine bar in it, by the way. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Um, but yeah, so it's been fun to expand into that, to that area and bring that love that I have for cozy and comfy, which is truly my favorite thing in the world, to to Wam. I love that so much. Yeah. Now do you work with brides a lot? Uh, that's funny. Um we are gonna be we have a registry and we're gonna actually we're working on relaunching it majorly we're launching the whole like experience cause you know, we don't do anything unless it's a full circle experience probably in May and we'll launch it with a huge kickoff. So yeah, I mean, registry has been interesting. I think, you know, I'm from the North. So the Southern bride is a very different bride than the Northern bride. Mm -hmm. So yes, we work with brides currently, we're going to be expanding significantly into that area and are very excited about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's been a really fun learning process because planning my wedding and, you know, I didn't even have my phone out at my wedding. It was the best day ever because I didn't care about capturing it, you know, mm-hmm. I just lived it. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's very, it's it's been fun to rethink about how I did my registry and wedding and, and to relearn how the Southern bride does it compared mm-hmm. to the Northern and try to come up with both because you know, our customers are nationwide and about, of our business is done online, so we need to be able to speak to all the brides. Yeah, and provide that
0: experience still.
2: So what is the difference, then, in the southern Uh, bride and the northern bride? I mean, I think I know. (laughs) So, um, there's like 700 parties down here, like things like we didn't have a bridal luncheon like situation. I don't even know what that is. Um, how we <laughs> register is very different. Like I didn't pick out a time pattern. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. like, um, my, the, the Southern mother not to, is very involved. Um, mm-hmm. uh, There's just a lot more, I don't know if it's rules or like thoughts about how things should be done. Yeah. Expectations almost. Yeah. 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 A lot of expectations, a lot more boxes to tick. Uh, it's intense <laughs> yeah, to like even up that Instagram's changed how brides do things right like totally. like our social media has changed it from gender reveal parties to it, now there's an engagement part like there's so many additional parties and they all have to be you know $100,000 is what it feels like and I and while I love a party and that's exciting I also think that's just an unrealistic expectation for people to live up to but mm-hmm. uh, so it's just interesting. It's just the whole world we're living in is interesting right now. Yeah. But yeah. But the Southern Bride just has a lot more to do. <laughs> <laughs> She's
1: busy. She's busier. Girl,
2: busy. Busy bee. busy bee. I also feel like the Southern Bride is a lot more about everyone else. Like there's a lot of, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Entirely. Like The day is about, a, the the whole process is about a lot of people. you got to take a lot of people's opinions into consideration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. I say all the time you know I feel like everything is trending into this uh, you know you just keep talking about being authentic being your true self being yourself and I feel like that things are trending that way I think brides are getting older and I think that they are wanting something that's a little bit more about them and so I do see that shift happening but let me tell you something if I was getting married you know I'd walk
2: right up in waiting on Martha home because you have everything everything oh thank you thank you yeah I you know, like I said, I I love everything. <laughs> one of the things that's on
0: one of the things that's on your website that I love so much is it says Mandy believes in celebrating the inspired simple moments in everyday living.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that is truly like who I am. Like I really believe like I'm so blessed to wake up another day. You know, Mm. like I don't care about aging. Like I care about aging. I get Botox and stuff. We talked about their eyes, Yes. but I'm so thankful to have another year around the sun, right? Like I'm going to be 41 in May. I'm so thankful for that. Um, I think we talked about a little bit of time. It's interesting when you hit this age, because you're like, I have so much I still want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think that like I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. I'm not guaranteed the next minute, right? And so I believe in surrounding yourself with things that are important, things you truly love, right? Like not things you're supposed to love. Like I think what's really interesting is if, if as you age and if you're constantly trying to grow, be better, learn about yourself, you kind of set aside these things that you're supposed to love and hopefully spend your time doing what you actually love. Like I love music but I hate concerts. Right. And so there was this really interesting shift where I was like, I'm not going to concert. Like, I hate it. It makes me like, but I thought I was supposed to love that. Right. Yeah. Like for, it's just an interesting, as you grow, I don't know. It's just interesting, but yes, I believe in like, but you know, opening the good bottle of wine without an occasion. Um, you know, I believe in wearing the heels if you want, I just believe in doing, living your life fully as much as you can every day and, and being inspired by your life and being passionate about it because, I mean, gosh, at the end of my life, I'm just going to wish I had more time. Mm-hmm. I hope that's how I feel, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, love I love
1: that. Oh, so me too. Yeah. Mandy, thank you for doing this today with us. But before you go, we want to do a popcorn round with you.
2: Okay. And we just ask
1: you a question and just <laughs> kind of the first thing that comes to your mind.
2: Okay. Oh, I love this. I go. All
1: right. Well, you keep talking about wine. So I want to know, what's your favorite go-to wine
2: um if it's red it's Camus is my is is my favorite um i mean i'll never turn down whispering angel and i'll never turn down sancerre Mm.
0: Mm -hmm. that's good Mm -hmm. um okay signature lipstick
2: color just go ahead and tell the world ysl tropical pink (laughs) With a little bit of something, beauty counter, something. Oh my gosh. They just discontinued my gloss, which is beauty counter and opal, but, um, it's just a light pink gloss. Uh, so I can find that. That doesn't stress me out, but if they discontinue tropical pink, I'll literally buy up stock in it everywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to the nineties. You grew up the same time we did. Uh, So I know you love some Spice Girls. Um, which Spice Girl are you? Uh, i'm uh, Victoria.
2: I mean, not in her like. I'm. I wish I was as skinny as her. Yeah. I think more in her like. You know, she never smiled. Yeah. Posh. I know mean, people don't think it, but you know, before I and still people feel I'm pretty cold. Like actually. Really. Really. That's yeah. That maybe me. because you're such a boss, babe. I think it's because, I i don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to, like, blow smoke up your ass. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just – so people do think I, I, I can get that the where I'm cold. They're intimidated.
0: That's there you what go. It is. Well, yeah. And she just does kind of have this, yeah. like,
1: you know, yeah. like
0: sunken cheek. Like, <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah,
2: and Like, Anthony I'm either is- going to kill you or <laughs> – definitely looks like david percent. So yeah hundred percent
1: are you also said you love music so i know you're not listening to spice girls or maybe you are i don't know what are you listening to what's in your car right now
2: yeah my music runs the gamut i really listen to everything um i, I listen to like when i'm cooking i listen to van morrison <gasps> anthony and i met at a rolling stones concert pearl jam will forever be a favorite mm-hmm. um i love I love me some Taylor Swift. I love country music. Um, so it, it really runs the gamut. This morning, I was li- listening to Need to Breathe when I get ready. Um, so it really runs the gamut. But I love music, music, music in my kitchen. Uh, cooking is my happy place with wine. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Truly, are you mm-hmm. an app person or are you a dessert person?
2: Oh, app. Sorry. Yeah. App, always. I love both. I really love both but I am way more at Sarah's so an app. I am too. I love a good app. Yeah. 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 I love it's a good app. But if you filled my fridge with Jenny's ice cream, I would not be upset. <laughs> <laughs> so if we were, you, you know, you say you like to cook. So
1: if we're going to come over mm-hmm. for dinner, what are you going to cook for us?
2: Um, let's see. Well, something with a lot of garlic and mm. olive oil. Probably. Uh, I'm, uh, Actually, you know, I make a really mean Mexican. I make a really fantastic guacamole. I made it last night. So we'd probably do like guacamole. I make homemade chips so I can make chips and salsa. And then I love my big green eggs. So we'd probably just like do like a like a fajita style-esque situation that we could just kind of – Nashon, I okay. did see the salmon. Did it turn out? Yes, it turned out really well, Delicious. really well. Was very impressed. Wait, salmon yeah. on the green egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried to recreate the Houston's like the smoked salmon appetizer, and mm-hmm. I feel like we pretty much nailed it. Honestly, oh. except the crostinis were terrible, but nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're coming over for dinner. Clearly. <laughs> um, Enneagram number, I could guess, but um, okay, you're going to hate me, but I don't know it. So, so, okay. What is the one that is, what's the, I've taken the test once and I'm exactly what you think I should be. So what number were you going to say? I was going to say a one. I was going to say an eight or an eight. I think I'm an, what's an eight? That's me. That's,
0: um, Courtney, what am I? <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a, like a FOMO, uh, you know, uh, um, I, I hate being left out, emotional person. Sarah is more. But
2: I'm not that at all. Like, yeah. I think I didn't even have one that tested that <laughs> Yeah. Right?
0: I'm like, I want everything to be, you know, just everybody enjoying each other, getting along.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Sarah I just is
2: text my manager to see if she could tell me cause she knows what my Enneagram number is. Cause she's way into it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you it's either a one or an eight. I, yeah. I do think it's either a one or an eight.
0: One is kind of perfectionist. Here's eight is eights are self-confident,
1: strong, assertive, they're protective, straight talking. I,
2: mm-hmm. I think I'm an eight. And then I think I did score pretty highly on a one, but because I am not super perfectionist, you know, like I don't, like I'm OCD. I'm not a perfectionist. Yeah, if mm-hmm. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you want things to be done the right way. It just doesn't yeah. have to be the right
2: thing. It's just the thing that you want. And I don't hold myself to that. Like yeah. myself and the life that I live to that. Yeah, the active controller. That's yeah. eight. So, yeah, I'm. I'm an eight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but then Madison told me she thinks I'm a three. I don't know. I'll find out. No, that'll be a follow-up. I'll comment yes. when we post this. I'll retake the test. There we when go. The live. I'll have the answer for you. All right. You? I love it so much.
0: <laughs> All right. Celebrity crush besides
2: David Beckham. Gosh, I don't even know. I mean, my celebrity crushes are are probably going to be more female because yeah. I love, like, like Ina Garten, Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them. Um I feel like I were in this weird... I was just talking about this with someone else. I feel like in this age, guys don't really... Like, everyone either looks too young, right? Like, you see are too old. And there's not this, like, middle ground impress of attractiveness. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I I can't tell you the last time I saw a guy and I was like, ooh, like, mm-hmm. you're handsome. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah. Ina, Jennifer. I can't even think. Yeah. Yeah. And now seems like, I don't watch reality television show. Uh-huh. Me, I'm sorry. I don't watch reality TV and I... I don't know. I don't really like live in the world of celebrities. So I'm trying to think. I'll probably think of it later. Yeah.
1: Well, you grew up in the north. Yeah. You're living in the south. You haven't gone back. So tell us, what is your favorite thing about the south?
2: Yeah, there's a couple things. I mean, I love the weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the warmth. I mean, I think like you know, I, and what I mean is warmth of people. I love that. I Like the south is. Hospitality, right? And I love that because I love entertaining, and I love all that. And being in Atlanta, I love being close to so many places, right? Like we can get to the mountains in two hours. We can go down to the coast in two. Like, and the Delta, the airport in Atlanta is the best in the world, and Delta's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I love the proximity. I like the weather, and I do love the hospitality, and I love the food. I've gained a lot of weight since I moved on here. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love the food. You know, I had never had Chick Fil A until I moved here.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what I'd do without that, that number
2: one without pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't have it in the north. And when it came, I think I was there when it came, but I was a vegetarian at the time, which stopped. Of course, you are. But yeah. Just a so, moment. Yeah. Just had a minute. Just had a minute yeah. as a
0: vegetarian. Yeah.
2: She, she bad. Seven years, and then the South changed that. And the South said no. So I'd love, yeah. The South said no. I love that.
1: (laughs) Okay, one last question. So what would you say to Mandy
2: at, let's say, 22? Yeah. Mandy at 22 was a little too concerned with keeping up with the Joneses, was a little too concerned with finding value from someone else's opinion of her. And I would just say like, you know exactly who you are and to stand boldly in that. Mm. And, you know, you'll figure it out. I think, thank God we did not have the Instagram that we do today. Genuinely, genuinely when I was 22, because it was hard enough to go through that period of time of questioning oneself and direction. And are you good enough? And, is who you think you are, who you should be without having that pressure of seeing how everyone else is portraying that. And they're portraying it, right? Like you don't know if that person is really doing that. They're portraying that. So I just say like, stand boldly in who you are and, um, and get more rest, <laughs> <laughs> Save a little bit more money too. That's <laughs> that snow bag right now. But yeah. What about Mandy at 32? Mandy at 32, Mandy at 32, save more money. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I was two years, gosh, was I two years married? Mom was just in the infancy. I would just say, stay the course, Mm -hmm. you know, stay the course, um, save more money, uh, invest more money, stay the course. Um, but, but, you know, 32, I was, I was kind of doing the grind. And so I don't think there was a lot of Room to think about anything else because I was just grinding and working so much and trying to make a dream a reality so I couldn't get in a lot of trouble, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and I had an amazing support system around me. My husband and my parents are just I, I, like I always say, Anthony's pure of heart, like he's mm. the best person I've ever met. He drives me crazy, so I don't want anyone thinking this. They have this amazing, you know, perfect marriage. Now he drives me crazy every day, but. <laughs> He's the best person, and my parents are the most amazing, supportive people you will ever meet. So, yeah. What about Mandy at 42? What's next? Ooh, what's next? So we're making a big house move right now that's in the, mm-hmm. in the process, which is really interesting. You know, it kind of feels like, like my personal life kind of feels like when I started WAM. like um, we're selling our house with nowhere to go. Like we don't know where we're going. We're going to rent a house in Atlanta. We're actually trying to buy a vacation investment property out nice. in the mountains. So when this airs, you'll know if we closed on everything, if it's all working or not. Okay. So Anthony and I have, are kind of throwing caution to the wind and saying like, we, you know, we don't necessarily know where our roots are going to be. Um, so right now, you know, focused the next couple of years are focusing on growing, waiting on Martha, um, not wider. Like in the sense, you know, like, um, we're not going to expand what we do. We're just going to get better at what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've been stretched too thin in too many areas, you know, just because you can, doesn't mean you should type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to focus on regaining balance in my life because I've, I'm kind of how I was at that three-year mark. I'm, I'm not serving myself very well right now. I'm ragged like genuinely ragged and the last year was kind of the icing on the cake for that. So I feel like I'm coming up with this breath of new life that I think I hope to personally transform into a better version of myself in these next couple of years. So that's awesome.
0: Nowhere to go but up, baby. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We've loved talking with you today. We love talking with you in Atlanta. We're just so excited and we're on your team and we're in your corner and we just, so support what you're doing and appreciate women like you creating these small businesses and
2: these experiences for women like us. Well, I thank you so much and I couldn't do without everybody's support and it's been so fun. This has been such a great way to start the week. Yay. All right. We'll talk soon. soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye guys.
1: Rise with Renaissance is a women's empowerment initiative that our partner Renaissance bank developed to make a difference for women. Rise's mission is to support female leaders, achievers, innovators, and well, women just like Mandy Kellogg Rye. Renaissance is here to support women striving for success. So if someone says you can't, prove them wrong. Visit your local Renaissance location or risewithrenaissance.com to learn more.
0: Mandy's like my new bestie. Isn't she, though? Yes. She's so fun. I loved her so much.
1: I cannot wait. I want to go to Atlanta and like go out with her
0: and drink some wine for sure. I'm She'll not- know the best places to go. Yeah, exactly. Like who the chef is and where. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you follow her personal Instagram, but they were just like in the mountains at this like barbecue joint. Of course, she like big sweater, perfect eye <laughs> makeup, darling hat. You know, just yeah. Let's just talk about her presence for a second. Oh my gosh. Can we, go, can we go back to Atlanta okay. and talk about when we met her
1: Yeah, oh, yeah when yeah. we saw her? Do you remember? Okay, let me ask you this. Do you remember when we pulled up and we were sitting in front of her store? Right. And we were, like, waiting. She had not arrived yet. And we were doing all the drone stuff. And we were walking in and out of her store like two idiots, you We know? need to
0: back up and tell everybody that she was one of the ones that we, if you don't know by now. So just a little sidebar here in case you didn't realize this. Listeners, that she was one of the three that we interviewed for the Renaissance Bank webisode that we did. And so, you know, Amanda, we're like, well, she's easy. She's one of our like girls, you know? And then, uh, the L- Lucky Lotus, we really didn't know anything about her, and we'll okay. talk about that in a minute. But then Mandy Kellogg, okay? So she was on my wish list for a long time, yeah. just because I've been following her since the blog days. So I fangirled just a little bit, <laughs> which gets us to what you're saying. So we pull up, the drone's going, we had to walk in the store 900 times, yeah. like redo, redo, redo. Yeah, and I think you and I like went to sit in the car. We like, did. She had not arrived yet, and it's like, let's just go sit in the
1: car and like kind of chill. had on those stupid
0: shoes all day.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. For like 75 hours straight. <laughs> yes, yes. And, she, okay, so this car pulls up beside us, and we were like, you think that's her? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. So she gets out of the car, and Courtney was like, it's her. It's her. It's her. And I was like, well, be quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like shoes, beep, beep, like <laughs> Birken bag, shades, amazing hair, beautiful, like, Sue Sarter dress. Ins- I, I mean, just this presence. You know, like on a movie <laughs> yes. when, like, the girl pulls up in the car and, like, hear the boop-boop of, like, oh, the- yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> here. But it was all the thing. Like, we kind of were like, okay, okay, this is also a thing. Remember when, before we had cell phones and all that, and you were in your car and you pull up to a red light and there was, like, a cute guy beside you or, like the captain of the yes. know, dance team oh, yes. and you didn't and you were like let me dig through my ashtray like i'm looking for something mm-hmm. like where's that cassette tape that yeah. i was looking for uh-huh. where's that single yeah. by twister that i can't <laughs> find and so that's kind of what we did oh yeah we were like where's that lip gloss and like rummaging <laughs> like don't let her see us
1: i don't know do you Why think she saw us like i don't that. know we were like kind of frozen i know and then she walked to her store and we're like yes that was her that was her yeah it was her and we we're like should we get out I think we should. I mean, it was like, and then we like, dumb take, and dumb our makeup, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we walked in and we were like best
1: friends. Yes, immediately too. Like as soon as she started talking, I was like, oh, we got it's this, our girl. Yep.
0: Mhm. Well, and then the camera guys were like, hey. Whenever y'all finish up, we, we'd like to get started with the actual script. And we're like, oh, honey, we're way past the script. We were like, on to, like, you know, the eating disorder that we all had in college, <laughs> IBS. We'd like gotten past it.
1: I was like telling her personal stories. You know, I don't talk to anybody about my my personal life. You were? She knew more about me in like five minutes. She's I was like,
0: just like, yay. Hey. I know. She leaned up on that counter, like, mm-hmm, I know exactly what you mean. And we were like, yes, girl. I mean, we were in it. Yes. <laughs> but I have followed her a long time. like I remember this wedding on Martha blog. and I think the reason to me in like the publishing marketing PR world that I was in for so long, like w- when you get published back then, like in like major magazines, you know Garden of Guns, she's featured on Lonnie. she had all these you know brand deals with like zach Posen and and Party Barn. I mean, that's kind of larger than life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And to like get a brand deal now, everybody's an influencer, so you can right. get a brand deal. I mean, we're still trying, but...
1: but <laughs> Not <what>? everybody.
0: <laughs> I mean, Kroger, if you're out there. Um, but, you know, anybody. I mean, Gap, Old Navy. <laughs> yep. um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, back yes. then, to get a brand deal, you got to really work. And we're the same age. So I think I'm always like super inspired by the people that are our age who have like hustled and gotten yeah, it done. Hustled at like
1: 32, like yes. she's talking
0: about. Yeah. Like, what were you doing at 32? Nursing a
1: baby. I was too. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking I, I missed my shot. I was like, what's happened in my life? What has happened? <laughs> I I'm, like, so oh, I'm so alone. I'm so alone. Oh,
0: man. I was like walking my block crying, <laughs> pushing <Yes>. a stroller. <laughs>
1: What's happened. Yeah, what is happening? Me too. Me but too. you know, some
0: people just listen, they got a they got a different they got a different journey. They got a different path, you know? hmm Yeah. But I just feel like everything that she kind of touched and had her hand in really turned to gold. And I feel like that's a result of like really knowing what you want. I was just gonna say, it's her confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way she even
1: got out of the car—it's just like here I'm here. I'm here to do this. I got gum in my mouth, and I'm fixing to handle some
0: stuff. <laughs>
1: Putting on my pink lipstick, beauty we got gloss. It. We I got it. A
0: yeah, I know, but I think also like. It's when you really immerse yourself in the situations, like when she was in healthcare. I mean, she, I, I'm sure she was like... I bet she was killing it. Well, and the thing is, it's like she had this design background, you know, or this, you know, always knew what she liked in this curated style. And to be in the box of healthcare, you know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of a weird thing. So she kept going and pushing and pushing. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I have a lot of respect for people that just really make the most of their situations. And then... Are able to like pivot, turn its on it on its head, and do something completely different. Yeah, I love that. We really haven't talked a lot about Atlanta. I mean, I, it was kind of such <laughs> a blip on the ra- radar in our own lives, <laughs> and that we try, we were like storying and trying to get it all in and like <laughs> tell the people what we're doing because like, but well, we didn't even really know we what really we were doing. Know. I mean, we really don't know. But so those three days were so fun. They were so fun. It was a freaking whirlwind. Mm-hmm. but let's talk about it just because we haven't really yeah, it, explained who we talked to. Yeah, it'll yeah. be
1: coming out pretty soon. And so what it is, it's going to be like a podcast, like what we do, but in person, mm-hmm. like a, almost like a TV show, but yeah. it's not on your TV. It's on your computer, on your phone, on your iPad. You can watch it on Renaissance website. You'll be able to watch it on our website, thesayitsouthern.com. We should probably start a YouTube channel. I think I guess that's what we is need a good, to do. Good reason. I don't know. guess it'll go on like we started YouTube, a
0: TikTok. Yeah, we started we had like two TikToks. <laughs> we did two TikToks. Yeah. I you know I'm, I don't know anything about that TikTok. uh uh
1: Well, but yeah, so maybe we need a YouTube channel. Yeah. We'll figure that out. But we'll let y'all know where you can watch it. But it'll be out and it's three different episodes. Mhm. And each one will be about, you know, 6-7 minutes. Yeah. And you get to, I guess, well, should we? Can we tell them? Uh, sure. I mean, I don't know. If we can tell or not. But we just, hey, let's tell it. Let's tell it. They saw it. If you followed along with us, we've got it in our story highlights yeah. on Instagram page. So yeah, yeah. So first, we went to a juice bar. Hmm. Um. And Lucky Lotus. Lucky Lotus. She was amazing. Chantel,
0: beautiful, has oh started this like amazing company. Basically, I mean, yeah. she had an idea, and then it popped up into two different locations in Atlanta. Which I mean. Atlanta is just cool and urban and just has this like progressive vibe, which I feel like her story completely yes, fits into that. But it's I still mean, so southern, though. It's completely you know? southern, but you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. she just had it going on. Oh, and she was her eyes. I mean, oh my gosh! I know, really. Last one I was like, I think we need to
1: like level up, Courtney. We need to. <laughs> it's time. We got to do something. Where's for our glam
0: squad? <laughs> yes. Um. But no, Chantelle. I can't wait for y'all to meet her. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. You'll get to see her, and I mean, we need to get an interview with her too. Yeah, we should definitely.
1: Yeah. Um. And then we had Amanda Wilbanks. Yes. who Y'all heard us talk about a million times. That was like and a walk lost. in the park. That was so fun. It was literally like visiting with a friend. Mm-hmm. And then we did Mandy. She was mm-hmm. our last one.
0: Yeah. And we got to see her store. Oh, gosh. I could have taken everything in in there home with me. Which is why we did this giveaway with her. Oh, yes. And Amanda. I mean, we were just so blown away by Crosby. Amanda. Of course, you know we fell in love with the girls from Grace and James, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they all know each other and they all work together. Yes, you know it's crazy, and we talk about all the time this community that we built with Say It Southern. But people are so connected in the South, yeah. and that's what we love. Mm-hmm. So we had this idea: let's do this giveaway, which is you know four hundred dollars from Mandy's store, which insane, Yes. insane. Amazing pie your choice, yes, from Amanda. Choice. I A mean, beautiful
1: Crosby shirt. Oh gosh! And Crosby. Okay, so she did. My favorite shirt that we wore. Two, well, two of them. The like, yellow
0: looked so good. I love
1: that yellow. Yeah, and I love the pink. The pink I wore, no, the pink, pink I green. wore. Well, oh the yeah, you wore good. too. But yeah. the pink I wore, I uh-huh. loved that. I did too. And it was funny because Amanda was wearing a Crosby shirt too, just right. randomly. Like we walked in and I was like, I think that's Crosby. Yeah. And so it was.
0: she's Molly Birch is a designer out of Atlanta. So she sent us all these clothes to wear and mm-hmm. we loved them. So she was like, you know, I'm on board. Yeah. And then she did a collaboration with the girls from Grace and Jane. Yes. So it was just like
1: it just all fell into place. It was like all these women now connected, friends. Yeah. I mean, I call them all my friends
0: for mm-hmm. sure. And we haven't done a big giveaway like this. Mm-hmm. Like this is our first time to be a part of something that involves so many people and all their audiences, and so it's just fun. I can't believe we're giving away over a thousand dollars worth of products. Insane, so fun. But it ends this week. Yes, it ends this Friday. Yes. So we'll be picking a winner. The nineteenth. I mean, no, today's the nineteenth. It'll be what is that? The twenty third? Yes. 23rd, mm-hmm. it ends, and we'll pick a winner. But y'all got to comment and share and post it to your stories. Follow all the accounts because that's how we know. That's how we track it. Yeah. You get five extra entries if you share it to your story. So, honey, Can you know, we win? I'm, Can we win? Well, listen, you know, I've told Jason to share it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's like, I've got a bunch of like turkey hunters that I follow and follow me. And I'm like, we'll get, yep, yep share just it. They, got, they all got wives. Yep, share <laughs> it. Um, because That's I want to win. I know. I want to win, too. I want
1: another Cosby I don't think shirt. you can be in it. I want a cost I want a pie. I want that chicken pot pie. Yeah. I want $400. I know exactly what I'm going to get at a Mandy's store. I mean, where would you start? I because don't know. it's probably those Vietri
0: glasses well, that we were I so obsessed loved
1: with. Those, I love those glasses. I love the cabbage bowls that she's got out right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. The bedding. Oh, the
1: bed! All of it.
0: All of the bedding. Oh, and I need it. Mm-hmm. need it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, make sure that you get signed up to, to do that for sure. Yeah. Well, this was a fun interview. It I'm glad was. I, I to talk love her, her so much. She's in our corner now, and we are so happy. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.